0: so let's be fucking real
1: This world stickers be talking about my a rhyme flow, flow I rock it by design, design, yo Let's auction off some vinyls Let's find out the highest bidder for the flyer spitter. spitter Whack sees crying quick, cause I deliver Might just rip the mic and dip out like, like a, a hitter. hitter Just try to picture history Without Mr. Victory Watch how many tips I see Because my shit is glistening I just twist up this weed While your bitch is missing me <laughs> Leave your streets scarred I body the whole market Beat up beat so hard I caught these assault so Is My shit's so bonkers Rhymes missile launch Just think your pistol's stronger Now bitch you conquered I flip the monster Switch and get you on the dick Call your dogs up Those shit suits lick My pit bull mantra Is to tear you apart You pull telling tales Where is your heart? Too fucking scared to be hard Use a parody dog I'll call some cats up to bear these logs, spare me those barely Baby. subpar wares you crafted snaring minds with wacky wraps, you swear I'm a classic You backpack cats like you run, run this, this shit. shit I got the TD, you beat three and out running it You got no clutch, you automatically whack About time I showed up, your majesty's back I just had to show you how to rap for a second Don't, don't worry, it's free of charge zero grab rapping class Got a fresh cut like I just came from the barber Think you're hard, but I'm in the game comin' harder You'll never go hard like an impotent dick I'll be pimpin' and shit while you're simpin' on shit. Some my Olympian shit, I rap at the elite level The beast dead, a released in deep trouble We revels against the cash like Bolsheviks You can't stop buying shit like impulsive chicks do me a favor and hold this dick shit's heavy you might end up with swollen wrists golden shit like a eight suit in common when this drops it kills everything nuclear bombing salute and honor the rap general you can't ponder me at my pinnacle and you lame dudes are not even a factor come with your pride you'll be than a Z will just snatch her when she see me. A up after the first date, I'll be beating that ass up. Leave you crying, fantasizing about that last fuck. What can I say? I'm just trying to make a fast buck. <laughs> All right, class is over. You may vacate the premises. Zero graph.
0: Hey! Welcome to Life in Zero Gravity. If you're here, you already know what it is. And thank you to the loyal fans who have remained listening. I know last week, the last few weeks have been intense, I know. But they've been fun. (laughs) I already know people were feeling some type of way about last week's episode. I didn't hear anything, but I know. (laughs) I just know. Because I know what we said. I know not everybody's gonna fuck with that. But I gotta say, you know, I, I really expected... To be a great communicator, you know, I'm like, oh, it's a communications professor, she must be a great communicator, but she's just a community college communications professor, so it's kind of like the great value of communications professors, you know. It's not a a four year, we're talking about, we're talking about basically high school level, you know, and it makes sense because I don't think she ever matured emotionally beyond the high school level because that's some high school shit, it's like the ghosting and all that, that's high school level. Like, it really is, honestly. And it's like, damn, son, you've been out of high school for, like, 12 years. You're still still on that high school shit? Like, damn. Time to grow up. But anyway, <laughs> it is going to be a great week. I know it will. Um, and I'm excited, man. Uh, whew. I don't wanna I'm not gonna jinx myself, I'm not gonna talk about it, but I got quite a week lined up. God damn. I'm finally taking like a bit of a vacation, so I'm looking forward to that. To finally like making that happen. You know, it's been a while. I've been working like non stop for years and finally getting a little bit of time off. It's nice. I mean, I will still I'll still make an episode happen. So you will still be blessed with an episode. (laughs) But um I figured, like, even this week, I'm going to take it a little easy, because the last, I mean, between the last two weeks, we got, like, almost fucking nine hours of content. Like, I think <laughs> that's that's quite a bit, so I think we can chill, you know? And even then, like, I've been working behind the scenes doing other shit. So, I've, I really deserve a break, and I'm looking forward to getting a break. <laughs> and that's what's going down this week. It's gonna happen, and I'm excited about that i uh, I really need some time to relax and just chill in the in the company of a of a beautiful woman, so I'm looking forward to doing that <laughs> but anyway that, that that's that's the slight bit that I'll give away about what I got going on um but there's more, but wait, there's more <laughs> so um you know uh, me and uh new Jack and i I was gonna say me and new Jack, but I can't dis somebody for not developing if i'm still making these basic grammar errors but then again everyone makes that error so anyway (laughs) new jack and i have been planning to open a shop for a while and we're getting closer and closer to that and it's been amazing to see like the support from brands you know i expected when we reached out to brands like a lot of them probably wouldn't even respond because that's just it just seemed likely like you know They probably get all types of requests. They're not going to respond to us. But then, like, almost all of them have expressed interest. And actually, all of them, every single one so far has expressed interest. It's just like, out of about 20, I would say, that we reached out to, three of them had, like, contracts with other people where they had to be exclusive, but they were still interested. So it's like... Everybody was interested. No not a single brand was like, "Nah, nah, no thanks." So that's amazing. Um honestly, like and I just got um a brand reaching out to me to do a collab like literally moments ago. So, I mean, I don't know what that's going to entail, but be on the lookout for that cuz I'm I'm looking forward to that. We got a lot going on. I'm excited to to make this year happen. I mean, I feel like we got all types of like plans in the works and uh, and so many like great ideas flowing and I'm really just looking forward to it <laughs> New Jack and I this album that has been in the works for a long time is I mean it's been near completion for a long time as well so that's on the way and then we already started working on the follow up which both of us are really excited about so I'm not gonna tell you anything about it, but I can say that we we both have been putting together beats for that, which is a little different because on the first one I only did like one of the beats on the first album, but this one I'm gonna get I'm gonna get involved a bit more and see what I can make happen, you know. So I'm looking forward to putting that out there. <laughs> and I was talking to New Jack about this. It's kind of funny. Like before, like I've always made music that I enjoyed listening to. But now I'm like, fuck, I want to finish this album so I have some shit to listen to. (laughs) Like, I legitimately, and I should, I I legitimately enjoy just listening to my own shit. Like, and I haven't dropped like a full length in, in a bit, I guess. Yeah, in over a year, a full length album. Yeah, about a year and a half now, now that I think about it. So I haven't dropped an album in a long time, like a full length. For me, I guess that wouldn't be that long for some artists, but for me, like, I was going... You know, I dropped two in 2019. I didn't drop any in 2020, so... I dropped two in 2019. Um, Oh, I didn't... I actually didn't drop any full-lengths in 2018, but I dropped a couple EPs. I dropped two albums and an EP in 2019. That was easily my biggest year, but this year, I think, is going to pass it. (laughs) Honestly, because there's... There's just so much... Like, I basically... I got two albums nearly completely done, and then more that I'm working on. So I feel like both of those are going to come out this year, and then there's more shit on the way, and it's just, it's intense. It's a lot to take in. But I'm excited about everything, and uh, I, I don't know, man. It's just, like, I don't know how much I believe in the Zodiac stuff and the new moon and all that. But ever since April 26th, things have really been shifting for me. It's been amazing, you know. So, shout out to me for birthing New Jack on that date. Now I'm playing, fucking with him. <laughs> new Jack is actually slightly older than me, funny enough. But I play around and say that I birthed him even when I wasn't born yet. You know the vibes. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. Yeah, I'm going to take it easier this week, though. I'm not going to go... Not gonna give you five hours. Not gonna give you three hours. You're gonna get about an hour. <laughs> that's a, that's all. I'm not, I'm chilling, man. And and I honestly I'm aware of the audience. I don't think the audience wants to listen to five hours every week or three hours every week. Like I know we go on these runs where we do these crazy long shows, but I think the audience appreciates the shorter shows as well. So this this week is just gonna be a little more relaxed than the last few i don't really have i don't have a lot of shit to talk i'm just enjoying everything and and honestly i've always been a reactor like i don't i don't i don't fucking i am a revolutionary but in terms of people talking shit i'm a reactor like i'm not trying to fucking just start random beefs with people but i will end your shit if you try me (laughs) that's all i'm saying and it's necessary, uh, you know, like a lot of, I got to shut them down, and open up shop. A lot of people think that they can just say whatever, do whatever, and there's no consequences. And I'm sorry to tell you, there are consequences. You can't play people like that. I won't allow myself to be played like that. So you really should sit down and stop fucking tripping because. <laughs> It can get ugly real quick, and I don't want to have to do that. I really don't want to have to bring that side out. People don't know, man. New Jack knows. New Jack knows that side. He knows what the fuck I can do, but I don't like to be that person. I I only do it when it's absolutely necessary, and and honestly, for a long time, I just kind of... I turned the other cheek and all that, and I still don't think that's necessarily a bad policy, but at the same time, I think you got to fucking... Some people have got to be put in their place. You can't just let people run through the world and and fuck people over and think everything's all good. You know, like, oh, well, I'm just going to do what I want. Like, if everybody acted like that, the world would be a fucking awful place. If everybody was just like, fuck your feelings. I'm just going to do what I want. I don't give a fuck about you. Like, fuck, I'm going to do whatever I want. Like, I'm not going to, I'm going to literally do the opposite of the golden rule. I'm not going to treat anyone as I want to be treated. I'm going to treat them way worse than myself because fuck them. Like living like that is horrible. And, and it's kind of crazy that that's like people will have that attitude and call it some other shit and then be railing against the toxic people like, oh, you're toxic, you're toxic. It's like what you're doing is literally like the definition of toxic, <laughs> but you sit there Like, the people who sit there all day calling shit toxic, like, isn't that fucking toxic? Do you ever think about that? Or no? Like, are you just like, no, I'm doing, I'm in the right all the time. Like, are you that far up your own ass (laughs) that, like, you don't realize that calling shit toxic all day is toxic? For real? Like, really? Honestly? I'm just wondering. (laughs) Because me, I'm I'm like, I, I don't like to just bash shit all day. Who likes to do that? It's not good energy. Like, it doesn't feel good. It, it feels shitty. Like, you don't feel good about just bashing shit. I don't even really like to, to roast people, even if they deserve it. Some part of me is like, I don't want to do that. But sometimes, I'm not going to lie, there are times I actually feel good. I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. You deserve to get fucking Zeus slapped like that. <laughs> but shit, I mean, at the end of the day, I try to rise above... You know, it's all, we're all about life and zero gravity rising above, but um, people just keep trying to play me and I can't have that. <laughs> and if there is any confusion about any of my stances, I can always reiterate, <laughs> I support gay rights, I support trans rights, obviously I support civil rights, I support equal rights of all kinds, just so there's no confusion about that. Because I know that the last few weeks we have talked about subjects like that, and maybe in some ways to some people, I haven't even heard this, but I'm very aware of, like, the different ways things can be interpreted. And I just want to make that clear that I support equality for all, really. Like, I think everybody deserves equal treatment, you know? Like on a everyone deserves an even playing field. I know it's not realistic. <laughs> I know there's a lot of things that get in the way of that. But I just think people deserve equal treatment. Like everybody deserves equal rights under the law, you know, and things like that. So I just want I just want it to be very let it be known. I want it to be very clear to people. Now uh, that being said, I have felt like there has been a lot of sensitivity and i don't i mean i know that everyone's feelings are valid and all that but my position on this is we cannot possibly rid the world of all potentially offensive thoughts and ideas it just is not going to happen. It will never happen. We And we are at a... You know, I mean, there's always the danger of when we try to eradicate statements that are offensive, there is always the danger of totally fucking everything up. <laughs> because if we are to start censoring or continue censoring things, we get to a point where free speech is threatened. And I'll say, I've said it before, I'll say it again. We need to protect free speech, not just the speech that we like, that we agree with. We have to protect all free speech. You know, we can't just, you can't just pick and choose because then you know, then you know better than what you view as negative. (laughs) Because I guarantee you, everybody has thought, man, I wish people didn't think that way at some point in their lives, right? But you're no better than what you're railing against if you want to take away their right to speak. If you want to take away their right to express themselves, then you're no better than them. And I think we're, we're just getting that twisted a lot these days. I think there's a, there are a lot of people out there who, if you don't agree with them, then you shouldn't be allowed to say what you're saying they won't say that because they know that it sounds illogical (laughs) they know that that sounds unreasonable but they will still do it (laughs) you know at the end of the day it's like no matter what they will still do that and we're just living in... I know it's it's empowering when you're able to take somebody down and like take them to task for their statements and hurt their career. But it's like... At the end of the day, we do need to protect free speech. Honestly. I think that we have... I mean, uh, you see it happen in stand-up comedy a lot where people get in trouble for things they say. Honestly, not there's not very much that should be off-limits in stand-up comedy. Like, honestly. I don't believe. I believe that that's an art form that thrives on being unpredictable and wild and all that. And I know there will be things said that are offensive. There will be bad jokes said. That will happen. But I think we're giving... too much power to people ironically you know when we get so offended that we want to end their career and end their way of like making a living I think that we're really like kind of undermining our own causes by doing that because we live in a in a time where things should be more free than ever and sometimes I wonder if we're regressing like I understand I understand like caring for people's feelings, not wanting to say the wrong thing, do the wrong thing. I understand all that. I really do. So it's not that. It's just, I I feel like we may be going too far the other way. Like I know in, for most of our history, we have been not sensitive enough. And sometimes I wonder if we're being too sensitive because what, good does sensitivity do you what good does it do you to get hurt by words at the end of the day they're just words they're just a random assortment of sounds that somebody formed to make a sentence at the end of the day if you're giving things this much power what per what what good is that doing you what positive purpose is that serving If people are looking to hurt people through words and they hurt them, they accomplish their goal in in what, you know, what they set out to do. So, I just wonder sometimes, like, what good does it do you to get offended? I understand, like, we all get offended sometimes. Like, there's always going to be, it's kind of inevitable. If you never get offended in your life, I would kind of question that. (laughs) But it just feels like some people get offended all day, every day a lot of people these days. And I I really wonder, like, what purpose that's serving. You know, it's sort of... It's interesting. You know? I I get... I, I know that people get, like, a feeling of power out of, like, their voice being heard. I understand that. I guess, like, I've fought for... A meritocracy throughout my life like meritocracy in music a meritocracy in everything i know it's kind of impossible in music to an extent but um in general like i believe that the best people at a certain thing should be the ones running that certain thing (laughs) i don't know just to me it feels like the world would be a better place if it were a meritocracy Because I feel like now, so much of the world is run by people who had things passed on to them, companies, you know, just passed on through the family, you know, Blue Bloods, all that. (laughs) I feel like people have had that passed on, and we're just kind of like moving wealth from different generations of the same family we're just moving Of you know like that's what happens a lot of times like there's no meritocracy in that and uh nepotism I'm not, i mean i guess i shouldn't say there's none but a lot of times there's not meritocracy in nepotism so let's like for example that, that's that's one of the things that people really like about sports that's one of the things that if, you ever, if you're ever, if you one of these people that doesn't like sports, deep down, that is at the root of every sport, is this sense of, oh, we're going to find out who the best at this particular thing is, you know, and it's going to be set up on as even a playing field as there can be. That's why people get so mad when there's performance-enhancing drugs, you know, because... Sports is all about, let's see who's the best at this. Let's see what team, what person is the best at this activity. Let's give them all the same equipment, all the same chance. You know, let's have officials there just to make everything fair. You know, whether it's boxing referees or, or uh, you know, football referees, any type of referees, judges for Boxing and mixed martial arts. So, it's a meritocracy. It's all about seeing who is the best at this particular thing. And a lot of life isn't like that. You know, and I think that's one of the things that sets sports apart from a lot of other aspects of life. And yes, granted, I understand that these are essentially meaningless games that we have given meaning to. But when there's all these when there's a lot of resources on the line, you think about millions, billions of dollars on the line in these in these sporting events, that's when it becomes a more serious thing. You know, it's like, yeah, okay, it's a dumb game. It's a dumb game that people... That's a billion-dollar industry. <laughs> that literally... I mean, that that does have a lot of economic power. So at the end of the day, I mean... I think meritocracy obviously is like one of the fairest ways to conduct things, but it's it's very hard to accomplish because a lot of things are so subjective. And meritocracy is about being as objective as possible. So that's what makes it tough in a, in a lot of our lives. It's difficult to make things a meritocracy. I feel like I've said it, like, a bunch of different ways, but you get the point. <laughs> the word, I mean, like, I feel like I've said that word quite a few times now, so my bad on that. But that's what I, that's what I push for, and I hope to make happen. is some sort of, some sort of meritocracy to ensure fairness in life. with, with animals lately, like, they've always loved me, but I feel like even the animals, since this, <laughs> no technically, it was before this, but actually, but ever, even after the, this new moon that we have, the shifting that we've had, they've been, they, they've just been really fucking with me, I don't know, <laughs> now, it's just, it's funny, like, they just, for whatever reason, we've been bonding more, like, there's two dogs, One at my parents' place, one at my place. And both of these dogs, they just like, whenever they see me, they just get so excited. They start whining because they just can't, they can't contain themselves. Like as soon as they see me, they jump all over me and just want to play. And it, it, you know, it's, it's great. I feel like St. Francis or something. (laughs) but I've always, you know, I don't know, I've always had, like, a a good connection with animals for, for whatever reason, I think they real recognize real, you know, they're like, they, they know, they know what this is, as you all should, (laughs) but, um, I've had my own dog in so long, though, I had, I bought, like, a dog for, like, uh, I bought a dog for, like, when I was a kid, well, technically I didn't buy it. I was a kid. So my mom bought me a dog for like 30 bucks outside of Walmart. (laughs) There's people with like a cart full of little chihuahua puppies. And, um, that mom bought me one and it was, you know, it was great. I felt like it was so cool to have my own dog. Like it got annoying having to clean up the, the, like when it was shit everywhere. But I love that dog. I was so excited, and that then I, that we had a bigger dog, and that dog like messed its eye up, and it ran. It eventually ran off. I didn't have it that long. I know it was like less than a year. It ran off and never saw it again. And Then I remember like right after that dog ran off, these people moved in next door, and they had the same type of dog. <laughs> and I, my and I named her Joey. Which is kind of a weird name. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I was kind of, I was kind of odd as a kid, <laughs> like naming a girl Joey. I think it's because I was thinking of like the kangaroo. She kind of reminded me of like a baby kangaroo, so that's why. But, I mean, normally Joey is not a girl name, so I don't know what I was thinking with that. But anyway, so. I knew Jack could attest to this. <laughs> like, I would, I'd see that dog over the fence and I'd shout, Joey stealers! I thought they took my dog, because it was weird. It's like, okay, my dog disappeared, and then right after she disappears, you show up with the same type of dog that looks the same. Pretty weird. And for all I know, maybe that really was Joey this whole time. Like, I don't know for sure. Maybe they really did steal her. I'm not ruling it out, <laughs> so, yeah, you know, but as a kid, I always, I've always loved the, the big cats, honestly, like, tigers, jaguars, ligers, tigers, <laughs> all of them, you know, leopards, cheetahs, I really like cheetahs, but then I realized, like, I think jaguars actually like I kind of like how they look better. I I still get confused between them, but I think so. I liked the speed of the cheetahs. I always thought that was cool, like how they could go so fast. That was always fascinating to me because I wanted. To, I mean, I wanted to go that fast. That was cool. <laughs> so I don't know. I've just always like had a I guess a special affection for animals. I was about to ask what's your favorite animal and then I realized you you can't answer me back no matter what <laughs> i'm used to i got used to doing this with somebody you know I, now i gotta do it alone what this is interesting it's like a this is like a new experience all over again, but I hope you are all doing well um you know i i this things have really taken an interesting turn lately in a good way you know and <laughs> I'm doing like some really random things, you know, but it's going to be interesting. It's really going to be interesting to see how it plays out. If I, I will probably cover it on here, but I don't want to mention it just yet. So stay tuned. I really want to go forward with positivity. You know, I've been, I know things have been kind of wild lately. There's been a lot going on. I know. I really want to go forward with positivity like I really want to just make things happen and i I don't like I don't like to be critical of artists like I want to just be able to enjoy myself and I understand like every all art has a purpose you know and I don't want to be that I don't want to be like that grumpy old man that's just shitting on everybody's art. <laughs> so I don't want to be like that, I, I don't feel like I'm like that, but I don't want to turn into that, you know, and, uh, over the years, like, funny enough, when I was a teenager, I was very, like, I feel like I was more critical, and then, like, over the years, I've kind of, like, grown to at least, like, have some sort of understanding, slash, appreciation of art that I didn't even like, but, like, felt like okay this does serve a purpose like just because I don't like some shit doesn't mean like it shouldn't exist and I used to like I feel like when you're younger you're like what people people like this artist more than this artist how could they think like that and then now it's like I really just don't give a fuck and I realized how trivial all that really was I think it's just like I love hip-hop like I really love hip-hop I really love the art form I love the creativity of it, I love creating it, like, it's just, it's a beautiful thing to me, so, I took it seriously, and when I felt like people didn't take it seriously, and sometimes I still feel that way, you know, I see people that don't take it seriously, they just treat it like a joke, and they're in it for money, they get in, get out, and I don't, I don't like that shit, I still don't like that shit, but at the end of the day, I realized, like, there is, like, I'm not, you're never going to be able to stop that. There's always going to be a commercial element of everything, right? And there is no real way to, like, stop the greed within these music industries, within these, like, genres. It's going to happen. So at the end of the day, I don't know, when I really break it down, I'm like, I love hip-hop. I want, like, the best for the art form. I do feel like people don't have the best intentions, and they're just in it to make money. It it does, you know, and it does get annoying sometimes to see like people taking like a vast share of the money, and then like really talented artists who really love the art form are able to to get what they deserve, and that's it's hard to watch at times because there's just so much hype behind a lot of mediocrity. What really. And, um, I don't know people just it's like people don't the sad thing is like people don't really have a a true appreciation for the music anymore, at least like lyrically hip hop is so like lyrically it i I have to say of all the genres, hip hop has to be the genre where these are the most like. Lyrics are the most important aspect. They're more important than they are in any other genre. Honestly. Like, think about it. Rock, there's, you know, there's other stuff going on. There's, like, obviously there's guitar solos and all all the other, in, like, instrumental stuff going on. And hip-hop, I realize hip-hop does that, but there are more lyrics in a hip-hop song than a rock song in general, you know? So, lyrics are the most important thing in hip-hop, and I feel like that has been lost so much lately, and I know I've said that a lot, but it just feels like there's just not much of an emphasis on on lyrics anymore, on like, saying clever things, it's just all about like, at this point, hip-hop is all about the vibes, at least like mainstream, and you know, an underground, I guess, is almost like too far the other way. It's all like that lyrical miracle type stuff. And a lot of times, underground artists get bogged down in like having impressive vocabularies and rhyme schemes. And they're not really saying anything either. So it's kind of funny, because the mainstream it's like, they're barely rhyming. A lot of times they aren't rhyming, and they're n- and like their vocabulary is very low. But the end result is kind of like this meaningless <laughs> music, you know. So it's kind of funny. They have more in common than they realize, and that's generalizations. I'm just saying, like vapid underground, vapid mainstream. It's all vapid at the end of the day. It's like, oh, look at me. I'm I can like string together all these complex vocabulary words <laughs> but I'm not really saying all that much and don't get me wrong I'm the barking. king I'm not saying that you have to like have a super deep message every time I don't even think that's a good idea who wants to listen to that who wants to listen to like every album Every song on every album is just like this deep, introspective song. Like, that would get old. So don't get me wrong, I'm not advocating for that. But at the end of the day, it just seems like there's not much effort being put into even rhyming anymore. You know? I was discussing this with New Jack, as I often do. Well, at the end of the day, though, there are positive trends in music. Mixing is always getting better, you know? Bass is always getting better. Shit's always bumping in the whip more. Each generation bumps in the whip more. That's New Jack. That 30s shit, that shit didn't bump in the whip. That 30s music. Straighten up and fly right. Cool down, papa, don't you blow your top. All that shit, that didn't bump in the whip. You know? No bars. No bass. Bass and bars is what... That's what we need, okay? That's what we need! (laughs) So, you know, there are positive aspects to take away. I don't want, you know, I'm not somebody that's just gonna rant all the time. Like, I don't want to rant about music. I don't want to, like, just be negative about it. So, honestly, there is potential. We just need more creativity. That's the thing. What the fuck happened to rock music? That's what I want to know. Rock music is just... It's just gone, and I'm not like, you know, I don't listen to rock frequently, but I still like for these genres to exist, (laughs) as it stands now, like, there's, like, no real rock, I mean, I know there is, but, like, relevant, like, known, like, it's just, it's totally fallen, fallen out of style, it's crazy, even, like, the, it's just, hip-hop has just taken over so much and it's not, that's not all good, honestly, because hip-hop, as much as I love it, it's like, we need more variation, now it's like, everyone's just using, like, hip-hop-infused shit to sell their records, you know, country artists do it, rock artists do it, and it's, like, the lines between genres are blurring, but not in a good way, it's just all starting to sound like the same type of thing, and it's like, there's not a lot of originality anymore so i feel like with just some originality we could really shift stuff a lot you know because as it stands now there's just not (laughs) people are afraid don't be afraid like to set your own trends like i feel like so many people need somebody co-signing shit and that's how we end up here like for me even even earlier in my life i used to be more concerned like about that type of stuff then one day it just hit me and i was like yo, why do I care? Why does this matter? You know? This is meaningless. Honestly. It means nothing. Like, somebody's opinion on what I'm doing, it really doesn't mean anything at the end of the day. Like, I understand that we all have, like, our own, like, wishes, and nobody wants to be, like, totally isolated in life. I get that. Or maybe some people do. I shouldn't say no one. <laughs> but at the end of the day, most people don't want to be totally isolated in life. People want acceptance. I think it, like I've mentioned down here in the past, like it is born out of insecurity in a way. Like everyone wants to feel like they belong somewhere. So we want people to agree with us. We want people to co-sign what we're doing. But really, none of that has any effect on any of the... Um, reality of the situation you know it's all opinions are just opinions at the end of the day like nothing it's not these aren't facts these aren't meant to be facts it's just somebody's opinion and the more that we buy into that the more clouded our self-belief can become you know because if you're i'm not saying that You shouldn't be able to take criticism. You shouldn't be able to accept advice. You know, you shouldn't be able to reevaluate situations. You shouldn't be able to be a better person, you know, to grow. Because one of the traits I admire most in, in people are the people who can make fun of themselves, the people who don't take themselves that seriously to the point where they're just getting like. There are people out there who take themselves so seriously that you can't make any jokes about them, or they just lose it, you know? They they can't handle it. And so, I've always admired those people that are willing to make fun of themselves, you know? The people that are okay with people, like somebody who could be roasted and actually find humor in it. There are people who take themselves too seriously, and they get very offended when you make any jokes about them, you know, and, and I just don't, like, that just, it disagrees with my philosophy pretty strongly, I would say, honestly, So at the end of the day, like, I believe in living life in zero gravity, living free from things weighing you down, so if you're letting things like that weigh you down, that really conflicts with, like, my whole philosophy on life, so it can be frustrating to deal with, because I feel like a lot of people, they, like, they can't operate, almost, without that type of acceptance, that's like, you don't need that, if, if everyone in the world was like that, nothing would ever get done, if you think about it, like, if everyone in the world needed someone to co-sign them, nothing would ever get done, because it's like, everyone's just waiting around, maybe eventually, <laughs> people would, like, choose i feel like we'd be so much further back than we are like if nobody had the courage to just like do things and not worry about what people thought i know though i get it like it's not easy it's not easy to put yourself on the line and risk like being insulted and humiliated and all that i get it it's never easy it's uh it's just one of those things where it's like everything in life is a risk. Everything in life is a risk in one way or another. Now, some things aren't as risky as others, but nothing is really guaranteed. I know they say death and taxes. No one really knows that, honestly. <laughs> like, maybe there are people who live forever. We don't really know that. Like, we have an idea. I mean,. I believe, you know, I don't think anyone has lived forever, but who is to say? No one knows what happens when you when you transition or if you transition or what happens when you are legally declared dead. No one knows what happens after that point. Now some people have seen it and they can tell us those like their experiences, but I mean, at the end of the day, nobody truly truly knows cuz as far as we know, no one gets to come back, right? As far as the general public knows, nobody's come back to life, like like been dead for an extended period of time and just reappeared. No one's done that, so I know people have died, but normally you can't you can't be dead that long. <laughs> you know? Like you can't it just doesn't you know, at the end of the day, like you you can't actually be dead that long. Only you only got like a couple minutes. You don't have a lot of time like or you're permanently dead. <laughs> so nobody really knows, but that has always fascinated me with that has always fascinated me. I've always been fascinated with that I, I got ahead of myself there. See, I was so fascinated I fucked up the phrasing. That's always been fascinating to me is like what happens when everything's over. Like, what is the result? I've always been interested in that. Like, what do you see? A lot of people describe seeing, like, a bright light, you know? That's what people... That's generally your life flashing before your eyes. Like, what do people see? I know I've had near-death experiences and had my life flash before my eyes, but as far as I know, I've never been actually dead. So, as far as I know, if you, I mean, I know people that have actually lived through things like that, and I do want to talk to them, but anybody else out there who's listening to this, I'd love to talk to you about your experiences, because I think it's a fascinating subject, and a very insightful one for people, so I'd love to have you on Life in Zero Gravity to discuss your, you know, experiences, so let me know you know, I, um, I'm trying to move this show, like, I, I'm always looking for new ways to improve this show, and take it in new directions, so, if you're a fan, I know we have consistent listenership every week, like, there's never been an episode that nobody listened to, (laughs) so, it's always somebody listening, so if you listen, and clearly there are people who listen, like, every week, and enjoy the show, and, if you listen to this show and you enjoy it, feel free to, like, if you have suggestions, I'd love to hear them because I feel like there's so much more we can do. And I'm always looking for new ways to expand. And I think I have changed it over time. You know, it's we switched it up and done different things. But um, I, I just still feel like there's more, there are more ways to push. There's more we can do. So yeah, please let me know. I I mean, I'd love to be able to change this up, and make something new out of it, you know. I have a lot of ideas, but we'll see if I have the time to actually get through them at the end of the day. So yeah, feel free to chime in, let me know, and I'd love to hear your experiences. And with with anything new, you know, with anything in your life, like any interesting experience, anything paranormal, like, that stuff is always interesting. But particularly, I'm interested in, like, views on past lives and views on coming back to life. So, um, yeah, I don't have too much more to say on the these particular subjects. You know, we got our usual segments coming up for you. So, stay tuned. Don't change that dial. You know what this is. This is life. In zero gravity, we will be back shortly. <laughs> KZR Sports. A decent sports weekend, I guess. Probably the the thing that stands out to me the most out of all the stuff in sports, I would say, like the most impressive moment was light heavyweights, the the main event of UFC on ESPN twenty three Reyes versus Prochaska. So Jerry Pro- Prochaska, in the second round, uncorked a super. Just unexpected. Like it was a it was a very it was a pretty competitive fight. Uh, Prochaska had the upper hand for sure, but in the second round, he lands a a spinning back elbow that knocks Dominic Reyes out cold. This was a light heavyweight, uh, which is two o five in the UFC fight. And Prochaska he now improves to twenty eight, three and one, and Dominic Reyes falls to twelve and three. And I believe let me let me verify real quick, but I believe that's three straight losses for Reyes now. So yes, he lost the controversial decision to John Jones and got knocked out by Jan Blackowicz, the the current champ, and now he got KO'd by Jerry Prochaska. So Kind of a, a bit of a skid for Dominic Reyes. So, now on the other end, Jerry Prochaska is on a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 9, 10, see how many, 11, 12, 12 fight win streak. So impressive uh, run for Prochaska, and now he has himself positioned to actually get a title shot. He has 28 wins, 25 of them are by TKO. Two submissions, only one decision. (laughs) So, when he fights, if he wins, he's most likely knocking you out. And he's added some impressive knockouts to his resume. So, most likely, I believe this was for, like, the number one contender status, so... At this point, I would think the winner of this will fight black So uh, I know I'm butchering names, but you get the point. On the NBA side of things, the Lakers are, got LeBron back now. And they're currently sitting at 6th place in the West. Technically tied with the Mavericks. They have the same record, 36-27. and 27. But uh, as long as the Lakers can avoid the play-in... I don't really care where they're at. And even if I like, like if it came down to it, I don't think it matters that much if they have to do a play in. But it's obviously not ideal. No team wants to do the play in. I mean, why would you? It's like extra stress. <laughs> but at the end of the day, with LeBron back, they were able to be still remain one of the top rated defensive teams with LeBron and AD gone. Now both of them are back. So Alex Caruso and, T- and uh Taylor and Horton Tucker were ranked number two and number six, ref- uh, respectively, in defensive ratings. So that was crazy. I saw a meme of that and I was like, this sounds kind of crazy. Let me look this up. And sure enough, yeah, Caruso and Horton Tucker, THT, they're both in the top 10 in terms of defensive rating. So impressive by them, on the baseball side of things, the Dodgers, the Dodgers, man, you know, they they've hit a rough patch in the season, they are currently, after today, after winning today, they are, well, they're three and seven in the last 10, so, rough stretch, they're 17 and 12 overall, and they had the best record in baseball, up until really recently, and then now, I mean, they still have one of the best records, but not the best. Let's see, who is... Well, clearly the um, Giants at 17 and 11 have a slightly better, very, very slightly better record. Uh, actually, yeah, that's a, that's about it. Everyone else, 17 and 12, uh, 17 and 11 by the Brewers. So they're right in there, but I mean... They were way ahead of everybody else a couple weeks ago. So for it to be that different now, I mean, that's not good. That's definitely a slip. And they are plus 45 and run differential. Let's see. The Giants are plus 25. Oh, wow. <laughs> so the Nationals are winning their division, but they're minus 14. Okay, so the A's are minus 6 interesting the A's also 17 and 12 the White Sox there you go plus 28 so I'm trying to look for teams that are near the ballpark wow yeah the Dutchers still have the best run differential so they've really kind of in a way gotten unlucky the closest was uh which team had 28 whichever team that was that had 28 uh, oh, White Sox, yeah, which, funny enough, the White Sox aren't even winning their division, they're 15 and 12, but they have a better, the Royals are minus three, so, I mean, that doesn't mean everything, but it's an interesting stat, honestly, like, the fact that you could be, you know, your run differential could be worse than other people, or other teams, and you could still be, like, <laughs> you know, winning your division. It's kind of an interesting little stat, I would say. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, so far so good on... Honestly, this season has gone, like, really well. I don't want to jinx it. Maybe I should knock on some wood. But in terms of COVID, COVID really hasn't factored into, like, basketball or baseball much at all. So, I think that, I mean... I think they're doing really well for it not to be factoring in. Like I, I find that impressive personally, because I feel like it would be easy to allow that. You know, I mean, I'm sure. Is anyone is anyone getting sick? I mean, I know there has to be somebody, but I just haven't heard much about it. Yeah, I know that the NBA has been pretty uh, strict on. They're letting fans back at games, and they've been very, uh, like, they've set up, like, barricades outside, like, really, I know the Lakers specifically have, um, oh, yeah, you know, just looking it up, Dennis Schroeder enters the NBA, he entered COVID-19 protocols, so, it's not great, that's breaking news, basically, so, wow, yeah, um, It's just, the the Lakers have really, uh, they've had a tough time with, like, losing players. Uh, Schroeder basically has been their starting point guard. And it's been tough. Um, So hopefully, um, they can get some semblance of, like, their final starting roster (laughs) on the court together. It's been, you know, they... I f- they've had a target on their backs all year, so that was always going to be tough. Like, you win the championship, everyone wants to take a crack at you. You're going to get everyone's best. But um, so far, so good. I know they're not a first or anything, but the fact that they're in the playoff hunt, I think that's all they really need. They're not a team who, I think, needs home court advantage, like I've said before. Um they are honestly better on the road than at home, so they don't even need, like, if anything, maybe it'd be better if they don't have home court for them. I mean, they had home court last year, though, and it worked out just fine, although that was a weird ending to the season, honestly, last year, so, like, there wasn't really home court, <laughs> so I guess, honestly, the Lakers, I don't think, I think that that team is talented enough, and well-coached enough where it really doesn't matter all that much like what seed they place in so yeah um that's about that's about it for sports this week we'll be back next week stay tuned to K Z R O. now let us read from the book of grav i don't need a reason to rip your girl tripping as a squeezing the tip oops she didn't expect the wrecking now i got my whole sector flexing infecting your whackness with righteousness i shine the brightest whose light is this i don't need spotlights i own the sun so there's nowhere for you clones to run I'm never intimidated, too slick to be incriminated, I don't need to flex, I'm too far ahead, I flex so hard now every star is dead, I'm starving till every art is fed, welcome to the show, we scar the spread, the egos are so deflatable, my peak's so unrelatable, what is it though, so official, mine's food for thought, your flow is gristle, too weak to even hold a pistol. I destroy all your old dismissal. What it is, though, so official. Mine's full for thought. Your flows is gristle. Too weak to even hold a pistol. I destroy all your old dismissals. I'm gonna give you a second verse. I'm giving bitches death by snoo-snoo. With enough depth to step right through you. If you want, you can get all the smoke. But I refuse to pass the bar to jokes. You don't know my full capabilities. I slay my ego and slay it willingly. Then I re engineer and resurrect. I couldn't give enemies less respect. I don't need to be placated. I leave all champs' titles vacated. They're too afraid to catch the Zeus slaps. Get detached when I dispatch the new raps. You see me coming from a zillion light years. Consider me what every villain might fear. I'm a riddle wrapped in an enigma. Everything stops when cats mention the zigger. <laughs> what it is, though, so official. Minds food for thought. Your flows is gristle Too weak to even hold a pistol I destroy all your old dismissals What it is though, so official Mine's food for thought Your flows is gristle Too weak to even hold a pistol I destroy all your old dismissals That's our show, so you know. Life in zero gravity. Thanks again for tuning in. I appreciate you. Um, Man, it feels like life really feels like it flipped in a very positive way recently. You know, so I'm looking forward to seeing what this next week has to offer. As I was saying that, maybe I have already jinxed myself a bit, but (laughs) uh, it's all good. It's okay. Don't worry about it. I'll be fine, <laughs> but yeah, um, I am looking forward to what the future holds. And if you have anything to promote, you can always reach out to the show me on Instagram at life and zero the number zero gravity. And um, yeah, I'm always down. Like I'm always trying to put on stuff I believe in. I'm I, I'm always supportive of like good work, good talent, just good intentions, all that. So if you have anything, feel free to submit it. And um, we can do, you know, we can do an interview. If it's music, I can play it. If it's something to promote, like I'll promote it. If I believe in it, that's my only stipulation. I, I personally don't believe, like to me, the definition of selling out is doing something you don't want to do for money. Doing something that you don't like for money. I feel like, it, it, speak, specifically speaking of artistry, that's what I believe selling out is. Simple but effective. That's what I would call it. So that's my only stipulation is I'm not looking to just hawk like junk that I don't believe in. <laughs> Other than that, feel free to submit. And um, this may not be the biggest platform ever, but I do what I can to help people. And I appreciate you. So until next time, this is life. It's zero gravity.
1: So You know I had to come back. It's been a while, but good things come to those who wait. Personal emotions out the way. Long time coming, but I'm on my Gun for the top spot, hot shot, trying to get my rocks off, fools wanna test, but I'm not impressed. impressed, I turn live cats into rotten flesh, people got upset, like Pacquiao Bradley, now they wanna crack a smile at me, but I'm not with that, I'm hot, it's and I stay that way, like the AC broke in. High note like Frankie Ocean. I've been Franklin, you been ranking at the bottom. of been stinking. I caught up and shanked them. Etsy, oh, how I wreck these woes. Want to audio tour? Hey, just let me know. I'll drop you off back safely at home and keep your body underground like AC alone. What can I say? I'm eviscerating my foes. L, A, shell, spray, machine gun blow. Got hell, praise, I celebrate and elevate. Party don't stop till hell be late Like L.A. Michelle Spray Machine Gun Flow Got hell. raise ourselves, celebrate and elevate Party don't stop till hell be late Who got that 2012 flow Me and hip hop two sides of velcro But we won't separate The record straight and on top is where I expect to stay Until I'm getting gray I'm committed the it's time to get hit out the park with this rap arsenic. I got a sick fetish for a hot bars in this, Arsenic for you rats, sudden you vultures, weak ass dudes that are running the culture. A sculptor you make macaroni art. You cacophonies I laugh at the phony part. Competition blown apart by homing guards. Whacked you sweat in the boulevard. No regard for those who try to doubt me Thrown in my hands, can't pry it out She L.A. The shell spray She gun flow, got hell praise I celebrate and elevate Party don't stop till hell or late Like L.A. The shell spray She gun flow, got hell praise I celebrate and elevate Party don't stop till hell or late shuts out to Sylvia Shouts out to Pete R. Please don't sue me.